this is it. You know, the queen. The queen is dead. The queen is dead. <laughs> it's 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 kind of surreal, um, in a way. Especially, I never thought about it much when I was a kid. But then when I lived in Holland, they have king and queen over there, and um, they had a queen when I was there. And um, I didn't know that. Yeah, and so. And it's the same. It's pretty much the same type of system. And I think growing up, we study democracy and we study about the revolution. And the the monarchy seems we're kind of down on it. And I think part of me is kind of always a little bit down on it. But that changed. My mind changed a lot when I learned about it. And... Then I forgot about it for like 15 years. But in the last few years, I've thought about it again. And you've been able to watch basically how the queen has been like this central figure in a divided world, especially in the UK. Um, but even even in the world where it's like she's not on the right, she's not on the left, she's not an extremist you have leaders you have these fights going on in parliament over there just like we have them here and we have these leaders that hate each other and that like try to take each other down and um, try to change the world the way they want it but then you have this other central figure that everyone gets behind and of course i'm sure there are some people especially young people you look at what's happened with harry um prince harry who want maybe to get rid of the monarchy but it's been bubbling up in my mind in the last maybe the last year maybe partially because she's been people have been kind of knowing she's gonna go which is really i mean i've never i've always known about the queen of england i've never known there's never been another queen in my life right right so and i don't know who the queen was before or the king was before her or whatever is her dad you know but like yeah. i don't know I don't know that. I don't know anything about it. And so to me, it's just like this thing that's been here forever is now gone. And maybe it's five years ago or something that Prince Harry decided to check out. Um, well, I think first he, he married, you know, they marry whoever. And then um, he decides to go to America and basically give up his royal whatever. And... Some people kind of cheer that on, I think, and they're like, yeah, it doesn't make sense to have a king anymore. Um, but we're kind of desperate, right? In America, I think the president used to kind of be like a king in a way, or a queen. Always a king, I guess, in our country. But someone who... And maybe I'm like wrong about this. Like represents the maybe, ideals of the country. Maybe, yeah, maybe this is a fantasy, but like even if it was the guy you didn't vote for, I mean, I I can admit I didn't like Obama because I got screwed on the health care. But other than that, whenever I saw him on TV or whenever I saw him doing official business or whatever, I was like, "That's our president." He represented <laughs> the country well. Yeah, and it's like he's solid and. Bill Clinton, he's a creep or whatever with women. 
but he's a smart guy. He's he's quick. He's personable. He's, um, you know, I don't know what he really cares about or what he cared about at the time because I was just young. But he seemed like a good president, even though I politically I didn't really have a lot of thoughts about him back then. But um, now I'm not aligned with his party. Um, but it was kind of like, once the election's over, you've got a president now, and this is our president, and you you don't have to really agree with all his politics, but you can still cheer him on when he goes over, when he does something, when he, um, does some official thing, or he awards the Medal of Honor, or he stands on the rubble on 9-11, we can get behind, um, Whoever it is. And, and they've always gotten behind the queen. She's been this unifying force for their country that almost represents more of the ideals. I mean, I have a lot of mixed thoughts on it. I see it. I see it two ways. I didn't really know that Prince Harry came to America and renounced his sovereignty or what, what would you like? I don't even know. Yeah, whatever his you call it. Kingliness, his lordship. Yeah. yeah. Now, I don't think he, you know, he, I don't think he was in line to be king if something happened to William. I think William is the older one. And um, so William is the next after um, after this. And so it's not like he was, maybe he thought it would never happen. And so it's like, I'm going to go do this other life instead of all these like, anyway, you can just see like, he, he's kind of a spoiled kid, basically. He's, he's a, It's a spoiled generation, really. And it started with millennials, and we thought they were spoiled. And now you got this next, these other generations coming up behind them, where they just think they deserve everything instantly. Don't you and, think that's a function of everything? Just as a side note, I don't want to get derail this, but like as a function of everything getting so easy over time, the next generation yeah. is always more entitled because it's just easier. Oh, totally. I mean, my kids, like I can hardly motivate them to do anything and it's because they already have like, everything <laughs> maybe get a job or maybe whatever yeah it's it's because like they've got everything in their hands all the time like it's right like the, the things i wanted when i was a kid i wanted to have a faster computer or i wanted to have a video camera that was really good for making movies or i want to have and they got all this stuff like right in their hands and it's kind of like a necessity. They got to have this stuff for school. I need to be able to contact the kids so they have a phone. And, and they don't have like the top thing, but they got 7,000 times better than what I had when I was a kid. Well, and the royal family probably really had in critical duties to perform for all of time in history until, I don't know, maybe Queen Elizabeth. Maybe she's the last uh, member of the monarchy that was really playing a critical role. The question I have is, will the monarchy, the idea of the monarchy, survive? Have you been watching this new Game of Thrones? Mm -mm. Oh my gosh, it's so good. I don't know if you saw the original, but... Um, I, I, I started it, and I, in, in some ways I was like really into it, but in other ways I was like... I think I watched it too late, like after all the hype. And the hype just made it too much. And when I actually watched it, it was almost like a letdown in some way. I don't know. It's weird. It starts very different seasons. style. Like it starts like way more like, I don't know. It, it's a, I almost feel like they go sensationalist with these shows in the beginning to hook people in where it's like 
totally graphic violence and nudity and sex and all this stuff. And then by the end of the show, there's none of that. It's all just storyline. So I think a little bit of that is like sensationalist. But I've been thinking about the will of democracy versus the will of a mo- of a monarchy, and how when you do have this extreme concentration of power, that is how you can really move the chess pieces around. <laughs> and democracy is kind of built for gridlock. So if you want to pave a new road, what's going to be the more effective mechanism? Well, obviously it's going to be a monarchy. But what if that road leads into the ocean? You're screwed. <laughs> and so you have this extreme concentration of power, but if that power is pointed in the wrong direction, it's really going to have some terrible consequences. But it's interesting as a form of government. Well, the thing is, though, like, it has been a long time since... Like, there's only one aspect of the monarchy that I believe is questionable at this point because they don't... She doesn't do any... She doesn't have power to make a road. She couldn't make a road. Right, right. And she doesn't have power, and she hasn't. And I don't know when that all changed, but it's not like the revolutionists invented parliament right. that already existed. At, and so th- somehow, or not somehow, like I do think sometimes we think it was like some miracle that our country has formed, but really it's an evolution, evolution of and an iteration. Well, because you have, you have, and somehow, you have a king. at some point, some king said, I need, I need to distribute this power. And the people, his advisors, like kings have always had advisors. They've always had counselors. And because they need people to bring him the information and even synthesize that information in a way that they can make good decisions. And then, of course, those advisors like can be working for their own interests or the interests of the kingdom or the interests of whatever. And so there's lots of potential for corruption when you have that same concentration of power in just this limited group of advisors. So it makes sense that that advisory board would expand into something like parliament and that that would again expand into something like America. Um, but, but yeah, there seems to be this advantage to a monarchy, at least in terms of symbolism. Because it, like, it was like you were talking about before with the president. Yeah, it's like this independent, it's like a nonpartisan thing that we can latch onto. I was at a meeting last night, actually, with some people in the community. And I cannot think of a s- single way to like bridge the gap between two sides of politics. There's like nothing that connects us. And I know there, I know in reality there are things that connect us. But the the communication and the dynamics are so polarized that you, it doesn't stand a chance to try to to try to do that but like even at this point if joe biden died of a heart attack tomorrow would be screwed Kamala there would Harris be a lot over. of people that were well there would be a lot of people that were really happy about that and like almost like cheering it on and that's horrible that is, you know yeah right and it's horrible and but it's and and I'm not, and it's not just Joe Biden and like Trump people like same exact thing with Trump. I think it'd be worse with Trump. Trump dies of a heart attack. There will be celebrations. There will be fireworks in every city. Yeah. And that's messed up stuff. It's disunity we, down to the. It's this idea of like a civil war, and we really are in such great conflict. And 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 yeah, that yeah. is the advantage of this third system of government, which is almost impossible for us to have 
But you're right. It should be captured in the presidency. That's where it should be held. Yeah. And in some way, so like the one thing about the monarchy that I think is hard for some people to swallow, especially millennials and beyond, is you've got these people that were born and they never want for anything. They pretty much have unlimited money. Yes, they have to fulfill a certain duty. So in a way, they're actually more of a slave to their their birth than they are free if you compare all freedoms. Now, of course, they can break away from it. And you've got Harry who broke away and he's like filthy rich the first day he leaves because he can go do a movie deal or a podcast deal or whatever. But and so that so that part of it's kind of unjust. And that's really hard for Americans to swallow. I think it's probably hard for some millennial and beyond um, um, British people to swallow. But. I think it balances out. It's like now, right now, what I'm seeing is, yeah, you've got this family and they get this special treatment because of their birth. And that's kind of messed up. But the upside is at least there's freaking something that we can all we can all like look up to and be connected to and mourn when when there's a passing and celebrate a birthday and celebrate that's the biggest holiday in Holland is it's called Queen's birthday. And it's just like really cool that like, it's not political. Like yeah. even now the fourth of freaking fourth of July is like, Oh, some people don't celebrate it. Some people think it's bad. People think, some it's, people bad. think it's racist. Oh, that is so oh, yeah. terrible. That's disheartening. Yeah. And so, but over there you've got Queen's day or whatever. And, it's like it, it's it's almost because it's part of this monarchy concept, which isn't there's not there's not like a queen who can command the masses to do her will or something. But there's a queen of a country that is like a symbol of something. And she's a real person. She's not a flag. She's not a and she, and if she, and I got to hand it to her. We're out of time. But I got to hand it to her because look what's happened to our generation. All her kids' marriages fell apart. All, I think, Queen all Elizabeth? maybe one. I don't know. Yeah. Her daughter died in the insanity of the paparazzi and just the insanity of our media. Was that just an accident? I, and, you know, I don't even know that story so well. I know she died in a car accident, but I don't actually know. Yeah, it's just because she was... Yeah, I mean, I think there was some alcohol involved maybe, but the main thing is she was being hunted down by paparazzi all the time. It's a golden cage. And... Yeah, and so, but through all these type of things, and then you've got um, Prince Andrew, who's associated with Epstein, yes, Jeffrey yes. Epstein, and you've got all this stuff. There's going photographic on. evidence and of like, him with like teenagers. Yeah, and so that that is, and not like a that's just, sorry, just to say, not like a nineteen do. year old, like a whatever, like he was on Epstein Island. And so you have like yeah, these, yeah. um, diff- those, that's what people do when they get power. Yeah. They, they get involved with all this stuff and they break apart and they fall well, apart. And they, but she didn't yeah. fall apart. She came in when she, I think she was 21. That's crazy. And she had already, it was yeah, in the fifties. Her story is amazing. Well, I mean, I think we have a yeah, little more time for the segment, but like it was in the fifties, right? Like, um, yeah, her 
Yeah, I don't know the exact dates, but she she had enlisted as a truck as a mechanic. I think in a military type role, um, not combat, but um, so she was like trained as a mechanic and a driver. And this is she was a princess at the time. Like she wasn't like, and so she was. I mean, think about that back in whenever nineteen fifty or something like that. Um, would have been earlier than that actually when she did this. But then, um, she has this thrust on her, and who would have known that she would have lasted this long? I guess yeah, it kind of makes sense. Maybe she she kind of knew, but, um. She just, I think it was yesterday, not yesterday because she died yesterday. I think it was the day before or within two days of her dying. She, there's pictures of her standing with the new prime minister, prime minister who was, who that's one of the official duties of the queen is the people actually choose, you know, the parliament chooses the prime minister, but the queen has this official ceremony where they invite them to take that to take that on. And she did that for 14 prime ministers in her life. And she did it the day, basically the day Completely before inspiring, she actually. And she was and standing there smiling. She filled her duties all the way and respectfully, like everyone respects that Queen Elizabeth. And she was this universally loved figure. And it's such a, it's a, it, it, it puts into contrast, um, so many of the of our leaders today i mean maybe the ultimate contrast is aoc who um she likes to present herself <laughs> you know maybe as a queen as yeah. you say or et cetera, whatever yeah 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 it's an it's a crazy it was interesting to go to gq.com so um aoc's you were saying how she's an instagram um, yeah, she's like an influencer, influencer basically, yeah. and that is it. Really, is yeah. her thing, and it'll be her downfall, I think, because at some point you need some substance and someone, even in her, to be anyway. a politician, to um, run in a serious government capacity, you need to be able to garner respect, not like wear uh, dresses to garner attention and boost your followers. What was that dress she said? Eat the rich? Was that what it said? It was like completely violent and yeah. horrible. It's like, well, and it's, yeah, like, it's like cliche too. It's like, that's the best statement you can make. Like, but it was like written in blood. And the fact that you would feel comfortable promoting that violence and being a leader is like, well, you're disqualified forever, immediately. I cannot, nobody can listen to her in any capacity. She should have a, like a talk show or something if she's really like that's her the maximum yeah, just be on instagram. yeah exactly she, she should be on instagram but it is awesome that the queen bumped her off at gq can appreciate that yeah i mean it's just it, it's more of a it's more of a funny like thing where it's like i went to find the article and it was gone because the queen died and it was kind of it was just weird to see it and and think about the fact that you've got this queen who was humble and who you never saw going around like showing herself off in every little every little respect and even you know she wears the crown jewels or whatever yeah. and she, of course her clothes are all perfectly 
like the queen's clothes are just like tailored you know whatever and there's i'm sure there's designers and all sorts of stuff so it's it's not that the money wasn't a thing or whatever but there's just something about how she conducts herself that makes all that right and makes it that it's for a purpose it's like it's kind of like china or north korea they take their uh <laughs> missile launchers through the street through parade them through the streets and like what do we do in america well we used to build amazing things. We used to go to the moon. We used to build towers that should ne- that would never fall and and I don't know monuments to whatever. And now it's like who would even build a monument? You think it's going to get tear- torn down at some point when someone's like, "Oh crap, that guy once said this or whatever." And so, anyway, the queen is, is she is like a monument basically. And then you have AOC who's part of this democracy, but she acts like yes. royalty. It's, and it's, it's the most hypocritical version of it. It's the, like, let them eat cake version of it where she complains about her salary. She's, she's done that because she complains about her salary. She makes 175,000, which is three or four times more than maybe more than that, than the median income in America well, or she whatever. She also get a book deal whenever she wants. So it's not even about the salary. Yeah. Oh yeah, and there's tons of money available, and she's just a, and she's so young too. She's like young and making that much, and that's like her peers that went to law school and slaved away, and they're working eighty hours a week at a law firm right now. They're push. They're they're getting to the point um, where they might make one hundred seventy five thousand. She didn't do any of that stuff. And I don't know, maybe she did go to law school, who knows. But she, when she got elected, I think she was a bartender. And I know she has college, I know she has student loans, she did go to some kind of school. But it's like she hasn't put in the work. And maybe she's got, maybe she's elected because she has good ideas or something. But, I mean, we've found out that that's not true. But you gotta, you gotta. I mean, just what, just reading through that GQ article, and the pictures are just like crazy. But also, they're nothing new. I've seen all this with her before. I've seen her in every type of dress. I've seen her talking about her makeup five inches from the screen. You know, like the total yeah, she Instagram should be on thing. Doing makeup tutorials, not legislating, not making any political decisions. She shouldn't wield political influence, and it really is such. An interesting juxtaposition with the queen who, like, speaking of providing value, I, I, I mean, just to touch on the subject again, like, so what is the value? One of my problems with the whole idea of royalty was that has to be costing the people of England, like, so much money. Now, the counter argument yeah. is how much money does that bring in in tourism? And probably a lot. <laughs> I don't know. Like, probably a lot. Yeah, yeah. No, it's true. I mean, I wouldn't be surprised if they if they try and maybe succeed at being positive net, you know, net positive. And so, um, and but but and also culture positive. That's that's actually where I was going. Is it's not even about the money. It's about the symbolism and the culture. So look at yeah. what a wholesome and I don't know, just like cultural example. Somebody like Queen Elizabeth is. It sucks that her family has had all of this crazy drama 
but she herself has been like this figurehead of the state that is totally respectable forever. And then you take AOC and it's pure toxic. It might as well be a nuclear waste plant. That's how toxic she is. Uh, not yeah. in terms of, not only in terms of like how she presents herself, like in terms of like accentuating her physical aspects. That's not part of the political job. That's, that is what you do when you're trying yeah. to get uh, subscribers on YouTube, not when you're trying to pass yep. legislation. And so it's such a, it's such a good. And, and she has such an opportunity too, cause she's, she's young, she's beautiful. She's and okay. it's like, <laughs> I, well, I'm just saying like, just what's different. weird is the way she goes for it. It's like, it's yes, off putting yes. basically. And so it's like, it's ugly yes. essentially, but she, imagine an AOC with, who is physically exactly who she is, but she wasn't trying to draw it. Yeah. Is humble. And she is focused on the people, not on herself. She's putting the problems in the spotlight, not herself. Even when she goes to do her like protests and stuff, it's all about her. It's not, you don't even know. You don't even have to know what the problem is. Yeah. She's the anti queen. She's a toxic queen or whatever. Like she's not a queen. I wouldn't want to say it. She's, She's the antithesis of what uh, the ideal would be. And somehow she's still celebrated. I, I don't even know if pictures, I don't even know if pictures like this exist for the queen, um, for Queen Elizabeth anywhere. Where, like, I know there's tons of photography of her, obviously. And there are some where it's her presenting herself as the queen. So she might be wearing the crown, she's wearing the, a robe of some kind a mantle of what or whatever and if if you're thinking about a monarchy in terms of like you know this is bad i could see being like oh my gosh i can't believe it but if you're thinking about a monarchy in modern terms of a, a, a monument basically or a symbol um it's a, it really is a beautiful thing and it's just like us put, spending however many tens of millions, maybe hundred million dollars on a 4th of July celebration in, at, in the Capitol. And it's like, we want it to be the freaking best thing there can be, get the best. And we're going to need tons of security. That's going to cost $5 million and we're going to need to be safe. So you got the fireworks plus another 20 million for safety and this and that. And it's like, yeah. And that's costing us money, but it's for something yeah. beautiful. And I think, I, I don't know, I think we need more of these things. What are we building? Do we build monuments No, no, anymore? but there is one cool like, thing it's happening, so cool. which is the Artemis program, because we are entering a new space race with China. And I've been getting pretty excited about that in terms of like, it's, yeah, it does suck like that, that we have to always have like a, a conflict to be motivated to do that. But I can't remember what their station is called, uh, Taigong. Anyway, I can't remember. But they've got their own space station, and it's legit. Like, it's totally legit. And they have their own ambitions and missions that they are launching all the time. And so it is galvanizing us. I mean, this thought that I had, I don't know if I've shared this before, but one thought I've had before is NASA should be the military because the other side of a warrior, which is like uh, uh, somebody who is going to sign up and be in the military, well... Yes, they want to defend, but they also want to explore. And so like the same person who's going to go and enlist 
would also go and put their life on the line to go and build a base on the moon. And I yeah. really... No, just, it was started by Trump, yes, you know? Yeah, yeah. Space Force. The refunding and of space yeah, initiatives. Yeah, it is. Yeah, it should. I do. I agree that it, it, it'd be cool if it could be. I mean, I, I've been sold for a while on it being private. But I think there is something to say. I mean, we have a right now we're behind on our military <laughs> on the on the Earth. And so it's kind of hard to be like, all right, let's go focus on space. When we don't even, we're not, we're already behind China. They have better weapons than us. They have way and more. And a bigger navy, apparently now in their military, like more. Yeah, yeah. Everything's everything's okay. beyond. And so it's like, holy crap, we got to catch up. And but I don't know that you know that's a whole that's a whole topic. Like what with, with the military, like there's so many good uses to say, hey, you're signing up to defend our country, but in the mil- meantime, we're we're gonna build some amazing crap. And we're gonna dominate this landscape. We're gonna weather's not gonna stop us. Well, and that's and, what's you know, captured uh, in the symbolism nothing. of a monument. And I like what you said that the queen is a living monument, and AOC is the antithesis of that. She's a monument to our dysfunction, to our disunity. Yeah, she is. She's she symbolizes yeah. where we're at for sure. And the fact that that kind of a figure can gain so much. Um, press and news and attention it's really it really is like this downside of america which is like i don't know clickbait fake nails like fake boobs lip injections it's all gross none there's like this inauthenticity about it and we do need these kind of objectives and um symbols to kind of galvanize our ideals and like so what are the ideals of america we were kind of started with talking about like a monarchy and you have a king and he has his counselors and that evolves into parliament and that evolves into the um three powers of the uh u.s government um and all that's like a great thing but like i don't know like what would you say this is kind of a hard question but like what are the ideals of america or what should they be and how could those be expressed in, uh, it's almost easy to think of like, what is the opposite of AOC? <laughs> what is the opposite of Biden <laughs> to get there? Well, sadly, it's a political question now because I believe when, when I look back to the founders and I've been doing a lot of recent studying from that era, I, I connect with what was being what was happening back then and what they were trying to accomplish. And a lot of what I've been reading about is actually slave slavery era um, stuff, including books written by slaves. And so it's liberty, it's autonomy, Mm -hmm. it's ownership of property. It's these, these are the American values. It's and, but if you actually look at what, what is written by people, not just what's in the constitution, um, in industry and merit, like earning things based on merit are these principles that were part of the founding of our country. And it was just a beautiful thing. And it was, it's, it's like England may have evolved to have 
a parliament and that's good mm-hmm. and it was probably out of necessity at some point where it's like you're going to have a mutiny if we don't have representation of some kind but you have to also realize that england was um a lot more like we're at now where they even though there was maybe some representation it was still this huge power game where whoever had the money, whoever owned the land was in charge. And if you didn't own land, you're screwed. You're a peasant. And that's why people were flocking from all these countries to America because it was different. You could own land. Anyone could own land. You didn't have to like hope that maybe your grandchildren would someday own land by some miracle that you can't even fathom. You could just go get land in America and own it. And on that land, you can you can build up and you can do things with your own hands. And anyway, these principles are what I what motivate me. But there's this. But the AOC yes. side is the opposite of that. It's 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 the opposite of life, liberty, yeah, and the like, pursuit of happiness. Just to because like everything you were talking about, like it is liberty. It is like being able to work with your hands on a farm and produce a crop and sell that crop for money and expand your farm. And then now you got two farms or whatever, and. And what yeah. does she represent? Control and fear and censorship and yep. eat the rich. Oh my God, you're going to say that? You're going to wear a dress? Tainted, tainted yeah. forever. You can never come back. I mean, whatever. Like, she, sure, you can come back from that. She wouldn't come back from that. It's not that she could never come back from that. It's that she, her character said, yes, that's a good idea. So that shows that she'll never try to come back from that. She'll never see that that is an error. She wants to eat the rich. She wants to, uh, and she is the rich. She is the rich, <laughs> you know, like she's the elite. No, it's, it's gross. Well, no, that I mean, and that's, the that's the lie part of her. So there's the lie part where she, um, tells people these things that, or she represents certain things and that's all hypocrisy, but it's, so it's like double twisted because She's acting like these things are good that she doesn't have to deal with. Yeah. She's not a peasant. She's not. She doesn't have to like be a cockroach eating the rich, and then as soon as they're yeah. dead, you're gonna die a few weeks That's later. What it's like she's one of, the, yeah, she's one of the rich, and so I think that if you talk about things like race, which is a big thing for her, and gender, all these things that are kind of like modern or. You know, race has always been an issue, but it's the issue has changed and it's it's like a fake issue now. I'm not saying there are there are no racists. I'm not saying there are no people that are I'm not saying that that people of um, minorities haven't been disadvantaged. But what I am saying is when I walk out the door. I never think twice about if the guy I go, I interact with, I interact with people all, all day long. I might be driving next to one. I might be behind one in checkout. Someone might be checking me out. I might see one at the bank. I might see one here. I might see one when I go to buy something that I, on Craigslist or whatever. And I see the people that I, that I know that are minorities at my meetings that I, that I know their names and I'm friends with them and we talk all the time. And it never crosses people's minds that uh, about race, except for when AOC and people and, like her 
bring it up. Now, I'm not saying there aren't some people are racist, no doubt. Think of, uh, yeah, they think about it. I guess I don't know, but it's just it's not really happening in that way. And so that's like that's part of the lie. But she just wants to, she wants to perpetuate something. And if you so if you read these books from back in like 1850s, um, Booker T. Washington, Frederick Douglass, these people were born slaves and they became free. These people yeah. were industrious. They were. They believed in the American dream. They believed that if you treated both races equally, that was going to be the fastest way to help the black race um, overcome the disadvantage of being having been enslaved. I, dude, I've been thinking and, about this. And um, so I, there's two thoughts that come to mind. One is it's about this currency, this currency of victimhood. And AOC wants to capitalize on that by basically getting more clicks and subscribers and really more support by saying, you're a victim, you deserve this. And the thing that I've been thinking about is how terrible it is to be a victim. Like in the most ultimate of circumstances, when you're a victim, you're powerless, you're powerless. And even in the most terrible of circumstances, like you were completely taken advantage of in the most horrible of ways. What are you going to do about it? What are you going to Are you going to die now? Are you just going to roll over and die because of that? Or are you going to struggle past that resistance and consider it as your challenge? And it sucks no. that some people to win the race only had to run five miles and other and most people had to run 100 miles and you have to run 300 miles. And that isn't fair. But whatever. Every, you just got to go log your miles. Every day. And being a victim is so disempowering to people when you're saying oh it's the fault of this legacy system or my parents or this or that oh okay well i guess you are completely at the whims of the world and you cannot exert any influence to change your position and like it's just so weak and ineffectual there's something about it about not only telling people that they're a victim but then claiming victim status that is just so patently wrong even in the most horrible of circumstances you need to consider yeah. what did i do to put myself in this position how did i get here and there's where you're going to find the power there's where you're going to find the lessons and and so this whole victim currency is really um it's really terrible i think it's partially that things are too easy but it's also just psychologically i think harmful to people yeah yeah, she. this is a quote from her in, in the GQ write-up. She says, My everyday lived experience here, talking about Congress, is as a person who is despised. Imagine working a job and your bosses don't like you and the competing company is trying to kill you. So I don't even know what color is, her skin is. I barely know. Is she Mexican she's actually, or is she black? She's black. She, that's, oh, yeah, she's yeah. Mexican, oh, that's so funny. I mean, Hispanic. I would oh, assume so her name, Cortez. I thought she was black. But like... But whatever that means, like Cortez, that's like, isn't that yeah, like seriously. a royalty kind of like con conquistador, conquistador name? But the thing is, um, not that that means anything, but my her everyday living experience is a person who's despised. That's true fact. That is a true fact. Yeah, but they're right. But it has nothing to do her with being her being a woman, or or being, or or what her race is. 
Yeah. It has zero to do with that. Yeah. It's so easy so to despise her. Flaunt- like, sorry to interrupt. She's flaunting her shit instead of being humble and representing her role. Like, go flaunt if you want to go be an Instagram influencer. It's fine. We got lots of them. I follow them. I click yes on their butts, but not politicians. That is a different role in society. And if you're taking yeah. that role in society, you can't do makeup tutorials anymore. Yeah. Yeah. And she doesn't get it, but... The thing that sh- the thing that's really twisted about it is that in this article somewhere I, can- I was looking for a quote, but um, she basically tells like young girls that they shouldn't even try to be president because they don't have a chance. And it's 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 so psychotic. How, how can she gather so many of these hip- hypocritic hip- hypocrisy like like memes and attach them to herself? So. The, so we got to yes. eat the rich. She's one of the rich. Hypocrisy. She's the elite. She, little girls yes. can't be president, yes. but she's freaking in the the highest, second highest thing you can be other than president. And yeah. what's stopping you from being president, AOC? You're saying you can get all the way there, but the big problem with America is that you can't get to the top. And let the and the only explanation why you can't be president yourself is because you're Hispanic or you're female or your female hispanic it makes no sense women don't it have to no drive sense. she can it be the president i i, I go out <laughs> the door who the freak would not vote for a hispanic woman course, i would gladly course. vote for a hispanic woman i would love it i would be ex- i mean if i don't care who it is if they come out and they show me how they're going to change right. this country and make it better and lead yes. and represent us in yes. a way that's healthy not toxic then I would vote for her, and so would everybody I know. And what? And a black woman too, and a and a and a, and a and a woman, just a woman. Hillary it has nothing no, to do with being a woman. Horrible. It has everything to do with she's, her past and she's her. Just, she's, uh, anyway, it's her personality that people are despising. Yeah, and maybe there is. And the thing is, I, I can admit about bias i'm not saying there's no bias in our minds there's bias but the thing is i personally know tons of women especially in business who i respect fully to whatever maximum there is and trust for what them, they contribute trust to their business. intuition trust their the judgment. same thing um yeah and the same thing in politics and i will admit though and this is the bias that, and I'm, by the way, this is not scientific. This is just me trying to like be vulnerable and express my true bad self or whatever. Like, I'll admit, maybe if I had to somehow choose between Joe Biden and Hillary Clinton, I might choose Joe Biden because he's a man. And that's where my bias lies. Like, I hate Hillary right, if you because hate of her both. personality so much. And Joe Biden almost like has no, I don't know, maybe there is something about how she's a woman where it like connects to some other neurons but in my brain. But if there was a great alternative know. option, but that would if, not be what holds back your decision. Yeah, exactly. I mean, it's just like she does irk me and I it's, it feels kind of primal is what I'm saying. She irks me in a way that's primal. And it's the same way with AOC where it's like, Okay, maybe if she came on GQ and she dressed up like a queen and she did all these dumb 
you know, gazing into the lens, you know, like maybe I would actually be like, I don't know what you call it, like attracted to it or like I'd feel good about it in a way. She wasn't a hypocrite. What she said with her mouth made sense. Yeah. And if she was like having good ideas and if she was helping something, not destroying something, then like maybe maybe it would so that's so in in my mind that's maybe a bias thing it's like i see this and i'm like oh she's she's extra horrible now in my mind because i've seen these pictures of her and maybe if i liked her before i saw this then i'd be like oh she's extra amazing because she look she's a politician that does good things and she can do this too it's great no, I don't, don't want to see. I don't want to see. It doesn't a matter because she is despised. Doing underwear ads. That's not what I want to see. That's not their role in society. That's not what they should be taking on. <laughs> yeah. If you want to go do all those things, there is a role for that. You can do that. It's yeah, it makes sense. Go on Instagram and be an influencer. Go on YouTube, start a channel. Like there are yeah. defined lanes for that kind of behavior. Um, and so, yeah, what are her objectives? One of the things that uh, we wanted to talk about was climate change. I'm sure that she is promoting that. Oh, yeah. No, she's a... Oh, yeah, she's 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 one of the far, far Do you Can you sum that. that argument? I mean... And it's I always guess stupid. I'm, just to put my position out there, I believe that humans can and have had an impact on the earth in terms of... I can just go into Utah where I used to live and see that the sky is in a blanket of smog. And so it's like, okay, well in Utah there is pollution. So I know, and you can go to a lake. I can go to Austin Lake and see that it is just filled with trash and the water has a shine on it that looks like there's oil in it. So it's like, okay, well obviously we can impact the environment. First of all, the question is what is so catastrophic that is about to happen that we need to funnel all of our resources into something and do you actually believe that funneling those resources can solve that um yes those are some of my thoughts on it yeah yeah i mean she's just in this camp that has they've been doing the same thing for years i actually saw a clip of al gore's movie that he came out. You should look for the polar bear. Search for the polar bear clip. Um, and this is maybe ninety five or something. Maybe ninety eight. I don't know somewhere around that. But it's like this crappy old animation of a polar bear that's like running out of ice. And so he says that the polar bears are going to die out within five years. What ended up happening is over the last twenty years they've like tripled in population. And. Everything with climate change goes this way. Every Everybody in climate change knows the, what the horizon is. It's 10 years. There's a 10-year horizon where if you say something is going to happen in 10 years, people will be like, oh, yeah, that, that makes sense. And it it's happened over and over and over where 10 years out, we are – that's the cliff. We're going, we're going down the cliff. And – Five years out is really bad, too. Five years is the other one where it's just like, it's going to be really bad in five years. Ten years, we're all dead. They literally say we're dead. Like, she, AOC has said we're all going to die pretty soon if we Yeah, let me guess. You need to spend a ton of money, and, and that money meantime, is going to go to companies that you have a deal with. You just got to spend money. You don't need to create uh, incentives no. for people. You need I mean, to have a vehicle to spend tax dollars. 
That's what you need. Same as the war in Ukraine. They, yeah, it, it really money. is they're just, corrupt. it's as simple as power. Yeah, it's as simple as power. And they don't even need to have the deals lined up. They know how it works. And when you get what just happened, we just had a law passed by Congress that yep. said $300 billion is going to go to climate change. And that's that's the mo- we've never done something like that before. We've always been able to resist it up until now. And it's psychotic. And here's the reason. How many times in your life have you heard a politician say, we need to put money into infrastructure? So what is infrastructure? Roads, airports, trains, whatever. Have you ever, like, in your entire life been, like, driving down the road and been like, whoa, crap. This road must have been part of that plan because this thing is amazing and it helped me. Or like an airport. You went to an airport and you're like, holy crap, this works great. Like, I'm so glad the government helped make this air. Like, it's everything is horrible and it never changes. It's it the never minimum viable. It just, yeah, it just serves its basic purpose. A bridge. Do you know how many bridges I drive across where I'm like, freak, I wonder when this thing's going to cave in. And like I'm, I'm always expecting every time. So now, so Biden passed one. He passed an infrastructure bill. So in theory, how many years do I have to wait before I see a bridge that's like, dang, that bridge is gonna last a hundred years or something? Or maybe I could get internet at my own house. I don't even have internet at my own house. I have to get it on the freaking LTE. Like, why do I not have an internet at my house after COVID, after all the money put into getting people connected, after all these infrastructure bills? Why don't we just connect every house? That couldn't cost $300 billion if you had a private company, like, be in charge of that. Is there a but it's way only to because trace of the government. Wet, two things so, I want to trace, like, somehow radioactively trace. Um who is lobbying to have these bills passed and what are they connected to? And where does this money go? Where does it for real go? For real. Like we need to have a way to track the spending of the government. <laughs> and that really is how we could create accountability. There was a, yeah. uh, somebody I worked with in the past uh, started this co- yeah. company. I think it was called OpenGov. Uh, opengov.com where they were basically taking all of the financial data from cities and they were like analyzing it and you could like go and do a deep dive and be like this is how much we spent on infrastructure and education and police and firefighters and all this stuff and it was actually really interesting um and I, i'm not quite sure if that project is still out there or whatever but um what we need is some kind of like blockchain level accountability for government spending oh yeah um to really understand the influences and the outcomes of these spending bills because they're so massive i do not believe for a moment that all the money that we spent in ukraine yeah. was well spent I, it's probably a 20 percent thing 80 percent gets into the wrong people's pockets maybe, uh 20 percent goes to like aid or you know like weapons or whatever the bill the bill is for um, the inefficiency, we need tools to measure these things. And, 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 going, and tying this back to the climate change, I really, the thing that frustrates me is like, okay, 
why are we even debating whether the climate is changing? It doesn't matter if it's changing. First of all, I want it to get hotter. Like, isn't it great when it's hotter? Secondly, no, it doesn't. What we know that we pollute. Let's just tackle the problems that are tangible. Yeah. Oh, exactly, dude. Like that is that's the thing is like that's the sensible thing to do. Fear is so yes, stupid in, in this equation for a lot of reasons. One is it's pointless. Two is it's not real. Like like we're like the climate's gonna end. Like yeah. what happened to all the hurricanes this year, yes. people? Like it I haven't seen one oil. thing come through that I've been worried about. And yeah, and so you're right. That is the solution, and that's where I stand. Where I stand is let's proper let's not let's not restrict anything. And I think we should be real careful about anything we incentivize. But first of all, we should report everything. And like there like people should know things. People people should know the companies that are polluting and they should understand the yep quantities of it because to me that would be the biggest thing if you exposed the companies that are polluting which i think are dwindling i think it's going away um because they know they'd be in trouble if there's a freaking 2020 expose on whatever that their stock price dips takes years to rebuild some part of their customer base or what or regain that trust and so companies are incentivized by that type of thing a lot better, more effectively, and more more like in a much healthier, sustainable way than by regulations yes, yes. where people get kickbacks. Because yes, companies don't care about yes. kickbacks. People care about kickbacks. And so, yeah, you give yeah. the dude the kickback and he's going to, he's out of there and then the company does whatever they want. So the key is what you said, which is let's get all the data about what we're doing to screw this world up. We're seeping this into here. We're polluting this. We're depleting this resource. Okay. What's the plan? Well, you, this, you guys do this and your company's doing that. The plan can't be that. that. And like labels, I think labels could be a good thing. What if you went to the gas station and it either had like, yeah, it, like it a had nutrition. like their, their, their pollution index right on the, it's oh, like a sticker that. right on the thing that says these guys are screwing the environment or these guys are clean. People are going to go to the clean one. I guarantee. Well, that's actually a great like a example labels because we did that with food. That's and the, the way. reason we did that is to help people make better choices um, and to drive natural market incentives yeah. based off of nutrition labels. And seriously, if you went and you were just looking at the nutrition label and it said that this pound of beef was harvested unsustainably versus this pound of beef was harvested you know in a green way okay there you are going to sway the markets and people are going to vote with their dollars honestly and and, and that costs nothing well i mean it costs yeah and i would prefer and it's i'm not saying that's an easy thing to do but that's way better than like an infrastructure bill or 300 billion on climate change Yeah, and I think I'm not I'm not for certifications. I don't like that idea. I think certifications are a pure fail because the com- it's kind of like taxes where like the companies just figure out loopholes and they're good. Or they like 
dude, the, my favorite thing, you got to research the carbon offsets. I have known deep in my heart since like 2006 when I first heard the word carbon offset. And I was like, that's total bull crap. Companies can and now it's companies known can buy that it's like carbon total crap, and you, yeah, and then they can pollute as much as they want. But yeah, and they actually it's actually a private market. So like in some insane way, some other company is like, oh yeah, we're we're gonna plant a tree, and the tree does this and blah blah blah, and so you can pollute that much, and don't worry, we planted the tree. You pay us so many ten dollars, we'll plant the tree. And it's just like psychotic, like it's not real, and now now that's been exposed. But the certifications, I'm not a fan of. That's why the nutrition labels are good. They actually have some dumb crap on. Have you? I don't know if you've seen that they actually have these things. I think they're called like healthy I, choices. I think I have seen that, but I'm not. Totally and sure it's that. like one star or two stars or three stars. Yeah, it's like that. I'm not. I don't. I'm not on board for that. I'm on board for. The nutrition label, I agree. I like how you can see everything that's in it, and and the carbs and the added sugars and whatever else they decide to put on there. And I think you should do the same thing with gasoline. You go get your gas, or you buy your Carbon beef, methane. or whatever. And it's like, how much of this happened because of that? And and you start to get a sense over time, and then you can kind of see a couple of things. One, you can see yep. if everybody's the same, it doesn't make a difference. And you can also see, like, if someone's if someone really is crazy and they're worse, then yes, you know. And the, and the thing is, it creates this competition yes. because if it's beneficial to get the number down, then they will it's be competing a, to get the number it's down. It's a mechanism and price that low. aligns incentives. It's just a beautiful and thing. That is the way that the government should be thinking about these things, not in terms of projects and plans where we're going to spend all this money. Just create market and free market incentives so that the people can make, uh, they can vote with their dollars and the companies are going to do the right thing then because they're incentivized to. And where they're not going to do the right thing is, I mean, I don't know that much about those yeah. carbon credits. I've heard of that idea that, that companies can like pollute all they want if they, if they spend a certain amount of money. It's kind of a mechanism because they don't want to spend the money. So maybe they'll try to like, invest that into doing things more sustainably um but yeah like we need to figure out what does it actually cost uh we need to be the 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 solution to things like climate change is to get rid of that word who cares if it's climate changing who cares at all call it pollution call it sustainability let's figure out how do we sustainably we should be harvesting all the coal in the universe off the planet on the planet Let's get every ounce of coal there is and burn it for energy or whatever. But let's do it in a way that is sustainable. And let's do the same thing with every natural resource, every cow, yeah. every grain, anything that we need to produce as a natural resource to su support the species. Let's figure out how to do that sustainably and pay the real cost of that. Um, and yeah, labeling seems like a great mechanism for yeah. that. Yeah, and I think people, late reporting and labeling, I mean, I think people want it, and I think you can expose what's going on. I mean, think about these days, you see lots of people with water bottles going around, mm -hmm. like like non, you know, like real water bottles, and people don't want to, 
used disposable things. It's available to us. Like I was at the store the other day. I had to buy some cups, and I'm like, I can't buy paper cups. That's weird. Like, it seems like a lot better for the environment to buy a paper cup than these plastic ones. They didn't. They didn't sell them. And, um, but like I'm, yeah. I'm yeah. the last dude that would think of that crap. Most people, I think, think about it way more than me. And but even I think about it sometimes. And I'm like, I want to do what's what's right. And people, I think, I think humans want to do what's right. Not. If no one's looking, then they won't. It's true. That's a, that's a true fact. Like, if you can get away with it, but like it's the accountability isn't like doesn't have to yeah. be a forced thing. It's more like you track it, you report it, and then we all kind of well, are like, if oh, it yeah, becomes part of like, culture you know, well, and all things being equal, people make the right choice. Yeah, yeah, and that's where AOC is wrong because she just thinks that's not true. Yeah. And even though she's the well, beneficiary trust her incentives? You of it being trust her true. Incentives. And like she benefits from saying you're a victim. Yeah, she, she benefits from saying climate change is real. She benefits from fear uh, because that makes everyone more controllable. She benefits from distributing victim status because then she's the savior and the champion of the victims. And guess what? If you if you really are a victim, if you're a impoverished person or whatever, let's say you're a real victim, the I'm not even denying that status. I'm saying that it's psychologically weakening you to think that you're a victim. And the best thing that you can possibly do is trust that nobody's going to help you. Nobody's going to help you. They're not going to help you. AOC isn't going to help you. The only chance out is if you're going to put in the work to figure out how to not be a victim anymore. And, um, and so, yeah, like the, she's, all that is so hypocritical. It really, yeah. And transparent. I got, I, I got to read the quote from her. So this is all, this is all her words. Sometimes little girls will say, Oh, I want you to be president or things like that. It's very difficult for me to talk about because it provokes a lot of inner conflict that I never want to tell a little, a little girl what she can't do. And I don't want to tell young people what is not possible. I never, I've never been in the business of doing that. But at the same time, I hold two contradictory things in mind at the same time. One is just the relentless belief that anything is possible. Yeah. So that's good. I agree with that, AOC. But at the same time, my experience here has given me a front row seat to how deeply and unconsciously, as well as consciously, so many people oh, in this country hate women so and they wrong. hate women of color. How can you live like that? It's 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 just so screwed up. Yes. Like yes. that's not her experience. She got elected to Congress. So what's your experience? Like only the women voted for you or or the women hate like the is are who are we talking about here that hates women enough not to vote for them that you are connected to? Because we got to keep thinking about it because there is a currency that she's capitalizing on here in multiple dimensions. And one of them is this victim status where she's a victim and she gets to capitalize in that way. But she also gets to be the champion of the victims and capitalize in that way. And all of it is the antithesis of the symbolism that we appreciate in a figure like Queen Elizabeth. 